Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is David from Take2Radio Substance Review, and we got a special show for us tonight. I'm subbing for Pam, who is um, doing some personal time, but I have my main... My main girl, Candace. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. And we are joined tonight by Rachel and Nathan. Hello. Hey, this is Rachel from, from SoapDirt.com. Glad to be here. Same here. It's great to be here. So, um, you got... A little, Candace. We we were told the special news from Pam earlier in the month that on our next show, Carolyn will be coming back with us. Yep. Yay. She will. Yes, she will. Good news. That's good news, and we got her once a month. She managed to get once a month with us. So that's good news for us. Very good news. So what are we digging into first tonight? Oh, uh, why don't we hit Y and R for because I got I got some questions. Candace, you wanna start it off? Um, yeah, sure. Well, real quick, because there was some news, obviously. We haven't been on since Really, my birthday, actually. Um, so the major news is a couple of things. Um, you guys know there's some returns that are coming back to the Young and the Restless um, for their 50th anniversary, which kicks off on March 22nd, which is next, not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. But we also found out that uh, we're getting a primetime special. Um, this has not happened since 1998. Um, oh, God, no. And Basically, it's going to be on the 27th, which is a Monday. I know, folks. I know. I, I, I'm with you guys with this one. Obviously, because Sunday is the actual anniversary, but they figured, you know, why not Why celebrate it on a Sunday? We're going to celebrate it on Monday. So it's going to be an hour-long special. They're going to go over, you know, the history. And also, how, did, how has pop culture changed because of Young and the Rustless, and how has Young and the Rustless changed itself due to the pop culture of the world. Think about that. Ooh. Just think about it. Because it, it kind of has. Oh, a lot. Yeah. It kind of has. Yeah. 
so you're going to get never the scenes or uh, footage behind the scenes of the wardrobe and the purses, which I'm going to take. Um, oh, did I say that out loud? I am so sorry. Um, I just, yeah, you did. I'm just saying. Oh, well, for me, my, girl. my shopping. Right? Shoot. I already got a list of who, whose wardrobe I'm hitting up. So that's coming up soon. Um, on the show, I will say I am very intrigued with this whole Jeremy Stark situation because – Jack, okay, I'm hoping for something. Um, so Jack and Diane, you know, Diane accepted the proposal. She had this lovely daydream, which I'm still cracking up about, um, about everybody getting along and Jeremy being the nightmare. And Phyllis has been down on her luck, and Jeremy kind of saved her. So now the partnership from hell has been made. And now Phyllis yeah. and Jeremy are, like, working together to kind of bring down Diane. And it's just a lot going on. Meanwhile, you have Tucker and Devon. Devon is kind of, like, rethinking the whole situation about Hamilton Winters and with Lily and Jill and that whole drama. At the same time, Tucker's like – I wash my hands clean. Ashley is a conservative, you know, she she has the um the the company and you know, they bring up Devon and like, you know, why not let Devon run it? So he's like thinking, you know, Devon is kinda like, I don't want it but let me sit down and think about it. So that's where we're at with that. Um somebody finally called out something that I've been saying about Chelsea and Billy's quote-unquote friendship, whatever you want to call it. I'm glad that mm-hmm. Sharon spoke up about it, mm-hmm. saying that Chelsea is being too needy and dependent on Billy. Billy's not looking at it that way. Adam kind of sees that, kind of like that. Um, let me see. I guess Mariah and Tucker are, 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 have a kid now. I don't know because Younger Russell doesn't play that. Um, yeah. Shade. I did some shade. Shade. Um, You're 100% right because they have one yeah. gay couple and they get zero airtime when they should be yeah. celebrating. They're more concerned with the, the, the pea-sized fetus and Sally than the baby, the whole baby that the lesbian couple has that should be front and center well, getting seen. And say, oh, yeah, about, about that. So Summer found out that Sally is carrying her uncle's baby. While dating her father. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's right. what I got. Yep. Um, let me just say this because I, I've gone on Twitter spaces. You guys have probably heard me say all this. I do not understand. One, why do we have to do a Who's Your Daddy storyline, even though it's not a Who's Your Daddy storyline anymore, because Sally right. basically said to Adam, Look, I'm carrying this child. We're not getting back together. I'm with Nick. I, I, I've been right. through this yeah. storyline before. Right. With Stage, I've been with it through Chelsea. I, I'm just yeah. like, I don't understand why that, when you're right, you have Mariah and Tessa who went through a, a adoption process, and we didn't see none of it. We heard about yeah. it, but 
we haven't seen it. And I wanted to see some beats being played, like Sharon and Nick being grandparents. Come on now. I also want to know with with YNR, like they brought in, they brought back Zach Tinker for that one scene, and then and then outed him as gay, had his boyfriend, oh, you, and then oh, he's you know what that was. Oh gone. yeah. I feel like that the GLAD awards should have like a negative award where they like give you a down vote for mm-hmm. paying this minimal lip service to the community and then not oh, yeah. airing them at all, you know? Well, okay. Yeah, can, my can, we be 100... that one. can we be completely honest with that, that though? Yeah. I, I... I was going to say, can we be completely honest about why they did that, though? Let's keep it 100. They wanted to do that because they knew that Zach Tinker was doing great over at Days of Our Lives. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is that, and and this is my opinion and my opinion alone, I feel as though Young and the Russells is trying to say, hey, we're like that, too. You know, because for so many years, and I have to always do this, Young and the Rosses has kind of been in the middle of certain things. The fact is, is that mm-hmm. Adam, I think we all know the story. Adam was supposed to be gay. Chance was supposed right. to be gay. You had Philip, you know, Philip Chance was Chance's daddy, gay. That didn't go over so well with a lot of people because of the way the storyline was written, you know, that he faked his death and all that stuff. Okay. So now you you gave, up, you gave Mariah and Tessa. Shout out to Sally Sussman because she pushed for that. But the problem with this was, and I said it, is you're going to have to show us them after the wedding. You're going to have and to treat them. The, mm-hmm. Right. You have to treat them the same way you will treat a Cal in summer, a Devon and Amanda or Elena or Victoria, whoever. You decided to go the baby route, which was so many, there were so many beats to be played that I'm like, come on, Young and Russell's name. Y'all know better. Y'all know y'all should have played certain beats. Because now I'm like, do I, are you guys going to bring this girl on? Is she going to have a problem? Like, you didn't do none of that. Next thing I know, baby's born. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, okay, no. kid, it, kid. Not showing it. If you remember, like, two years ago, it was about two years ago, I think, CBS overall made this big diversity pledge about oh, casting yeah. and da-da-da-da-da. And then it's like, okay, lip service when it comes to the LGBTQIA community. I mean, I do think YNR is doing better with having minorities front and center in storylines, but they're really failing the other community, I think. You know? I mean, I want to... Yeah. I, I have to look at Sony in response to that, too. Because, and I think I think sometimes people forget that Sony is the major shareholder of both Young and the Russells and Days of Our Lives. So sometimes the dispute the, the companies, the distribution companies, sometimes overrules network a little bit. And 
I remember that pledge that CBS said. I remember that. But at the same time, I look at Sony, and I'm like, hmm. Because on one hand, you're doing service to, to Dave Wala, right? At the same time, Young and the Ruckless, it's like they're trying to move forward, but their forward yeah. is sort of like General Hospital. We have we have this representation on our show, but that doesn't mean we have to show them five days a week. We just have them here so that way we don't get in trouble, if that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, we have Yeah, because it's unfortunate because there's so much story that you could be telling with these two, and I don't understand why you're not telling. Like, to me, okay, the fact that Mariah wants a baby after just giving birth. And getting kidnapped while pregnant. Right. But that's a story, right, that, that she's doing it for some kind of emotional, because she needs something to, like, hold her together. We don't know that much about Tessa, I mean, other than Crystal. Y'all remember Crystal, right? Mm. Okay. Right. And the yep. sister and the you, whole thing, you, yeah. Right. You yeah. could have brought up so much past trauma and also the fact of maybe Tessa doesn't want to be a mom. You know, maybe there's something that's holding her back. Why is Mariah, like, is Mariah 110 on this, or is she doing it for another reason? What about this girl, what's her name, Daphne, Delphi, Delphina? Delphine. Something. Delphine. 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 Thank you. I would have loved to meet her. I would have loved to know a little bit about her. You don't have to force her down my throat every single day, but give me some backstory. Like, is she okay with this? Does she, you know, know that this child is going to be a part of a, a big family like the Newmans? Is she worried? Is she concerned? You know, like, play certain beats. You know, you didn't do it. Reminds me of, yeah. You know, this reminds me of, like, if, if, you've, if you've ever read a big, long book and then you read the cliff notes of it where you just hit the high point, mm-hmm. it's like we're getting the cliff notes of their relationship instead of seeing it play out. It's, it's, but, it's not even the cliff note I, version. Yeah. Can I say something? So the the Jack and Diane and Jeremy and Phyllis thing, I re- I'm really enjoying it. Um, other, I'm also enjoying seeing Victorian Heat and trying really hard to get laid because she oh. clearly needs to get laid. <laughs> but um, I noticed this picture the other day, and I had someone write it here at SoapDirt.com because it, it kind of caught my eye. James Hyde posted a picture on Instagram where he was in costume and he was on the set, you could see the CBS thing behind him, and he was in a formal outfit, like a dress shirt, a bow tie, and a, the kind of vest that goes with, like, a rental tux or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the big play that he and Phyllis, where this is all going to explode, is at Jack and Diane's wedding. Because Phyllis is mm. playing like, oh, I'm so happy for you, blah, blah, blah. So she might actually get an invite, bring him along, and whatever they're doing, I'm sure they're plotting to get her arrested, set her up for a crime or something by trying to steal her stuff, you know. Phyllis is unhinged, and she also needs to get laid. And I'm, I'm cheering mm-hmm. for her in start. Maybe they can, you know, do some oh, yeah, mattress dancing and they can both calm down, you know. I just want – Okay. I think for me, and I'll speak for myself enough, 
I truly believe Diane has not changed 110%. Maybe 74%, maybe 74%, maybe 62%. But I feel as though there's something that needs to be addressed. Now, I get what everybody is saying. Nikki, Ashley, and especially Phyllis needs to back off because Diane has been there for almost a whole year now, and she has done nothing to prove their point. Yes, right. there's something that Jeremy either has on Diane or whatnot. I'm going to tell you something. In true soap form for me, and I'm going to tell you, if I'm going to do my hashtag, if I was the writer for Young and the Rossless, I would have it where Phyllis does get egg on her face. There's nothing. Diane is clean. And yeah. in, in her, you know, and when Diane, you know, I mean, when Phyllis finds out, everything is clean. Diane is clean. However, on a Thursday or Friday cliffhanger, I would have Diane reveal or somebody reveal that Diane and Jeremy are working in cahoots together to bring Jabot down or something like that. That Jeremy would played like- Phyllis to make Phyllis feel as though, okay, you know, you're trying to get Diane in trouble, but I'm good, like Jeremy, me being Jeremy, is like, okay, I'm going to make sure that Phyllis gets egg on her face and that, you know, the picture of Diane is like, oh, she's great. She has done nothing. It was all me. But in reality, Jeremy and Diane are working together. That's where you do a soap opera. Thank you. I think that would That's be so really a, a, a good idea and very, and very interesting. But the very fact that it's interesting, it would be great. is why the writers are not going to do that. <laughs> They're going to pick something mm-hmm. much more boring. I mean, unless somebody fakes the dust. The the vibe that I the, the reason that I don't think they're going that route I wish they would go that route but the reason I don't think they're going that route is simply because of the interactions one on one with Diane and Jeremy when they're alone you know but that doesn't mean they won't do a one eighty and and do that and ignore the fact that prior scenes contradict the notion but I would like to see that I really am just waiting on Phyllis she's hit rock bottom and now she's digging. And mm-hmm. I definitely want to see egg on her face too, because she's just frenetic. I, to be honest, I miss Gina Tonyoni and I know that's probably rude to say, but the energy that has been with Phyllis since they fired Gina and brought in Michelle has been weird to me. She's got like a manic energy about her, you know? And I, I feel like they, they, because they were talking about, remember when he hired her away from General Hospital he, and fired Jeannie, he said something about bringing back iconic characters. But So I think it was a coup for them to steal her away, but then they haven't written anything good for her. So, okay, so let me address this, because I actually know some things about that whole thing with Michelle and Gina. Okay. <sighs> It was a real weird time because I, I understand why everybody thinks that, what happened. Yeah. But reality was Gina Tognoni was, trans, was flying from New Jersey to Los Angeles almost every single day. Like she would catch the red eye here, there, and everywhere. 
Gina also wanted to become a mom. And, you know, I know a lot of people felt a certain type of way because, again, the timing of everything was just weird. And keep in mind, over on General Hospital, they were talking a lot about cults. (laughs) And some people don't really truly believe in that or they don't want to believe in that because of some purpose, you know, that we're not going to talk about. But the thing is, is that I remember that interview. I remember when he said iconic people. That was a cover-up, too, because, yeah, you brought some people back. You did. But, again, it was one of those weird timing. Now, I will say this. Phyllis being the way that Phyllis is, is Phyllis. Go in the record book. This is how she is. When she's desperate, she is really desperate. She will do things. She will become unhinged real quick to prove a point. That's always been Phyllis's A-game. I think the mm-hmm. writing for Phyllis hasn't really synced up because I think the problem is is that you have two acting styles to go along with these writings. With Gina's Phyllis, you got to remember, Phyllis came out of a coma. So her thing was trying to get her life back as well as letting things go. Versus Michelle Phyllis, it's you keep poking me, I'm going to poke back. But at the same time, if you come back and it's something wrong, like if I'm getting a sixth sense about you, I'm going to find out what it is. That's always been Phyllis. That's always been Phyllis. So to me, it's like right now, keep in mind, summer, fire her, (laughs) said bye, mom, see you, Mm -hmm. like "Mm -mm, not today. Daniel, Daniel. see you, you, sister, like bye. You know, Jack kind of said, you know what, bye. (laughs) You know, so pretty much even Michael and Lauren has said to her, Stop. You like stop. If you have an issue with Diane, you have an issue with Diane. But if you don't have any evidence, back off. Let Diane mess up on her own. And I get that you're looking out. You kind of looking out for Jack. I get it. But at the same time, Jack's a big boy. He's an idiot sometimes, but he's a big boy. So, Mm -hmm. like I said, with Phyllis, she desperate which means she's unhinged, which means, oh, God, help us. Because the last time she did that, she hit somebody with a car. That's Ooh, true. Maybe that's what's going to happen. That's true, oh, yes. God. Oh, my God, what's going to happen? Phyllis hits the iron on her wedding day. <gasps> Wait, can we get yeah, a I definitely think. I definitely think something's going down at the wedding. That's my suspicion. Just based yeah. on... Just just based on his costume that he was in the other day, yeah. it's like that looks like a wedding. Somebody's going to fake an ill. Uh, for some reason, too, I think somebody's going to set somebody else where they're going to think somebody died. Sort of like a la D- Diane, like Diane faked her her death. Hmm. Yeah, because they're stealing stuff of hers to obviously plant at some sort of crime scene. Right. You know, maybe they're plotting to do to Diane exactly what Diane did when she faked her own death. And, her death. Yep. Yeah. And plus, and I saw something. Is, um, yeah. Go ahead. I, know, I, saw, I saw something. I think I saw something online. Uh, and the picture, it was, I think, in TV Guide. And they had, it was, I think, a picture actually of Phyllis uh, at some kind of church or something. 
it was that, you know, trademark signature, you know, kind of funeral picture that I saw in there, uh, saw when someone posted it because it looks like it may be a funeral for Phyllis, so who knows? Uh, that would be interesting if she uh, faked her death. That would make sense. Makes sense. I'm looking for the picture because I'm very curious. I'll find it later. All right. But, that, but yeah. that's very interesting. So, David, what what are we – we talked a lot about YNR for about 20 minutes. Oh. What are we moving on to now? What's next? Um, well, one thing I want to touch up on is um, that conversation that Nikki had with Michael and Lauren about they're going to have MF ball all over again. I applaud that. There's one thing missing. Nikki wasn't there. To my knowledge, Nikki wasn't at that ball. The one from the 90s? I don't know where she was. The one where they all dressed up, yeah. So technically she was there in characteristics she was there, but we never saw her. So it's sort of like it's sort of like everybody was there. She was somewhere around, but we just didn't see her. That's right. She she's saying because she remembers seeing everybody, and I said, "Well, I'm thinking to myself, I don't remember seeing her." Mm Mhm. By the way, Josh Griffin and writers, um, me and some other people would like some more money from Venmo because we kind of gave you this idea last year. Thank you. Do we have have updated news on who else is coming to visit? Miguel! 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 Miguel Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I got to applaud the FBI of Soap Twitter because we saw this picture that's, that's in the TV guide so let everybody know that the stuff starts on the 22nd. And everybody kept saying the guy in the back of Nikki looked familiar. Now, keep in mind, this guy has a mask on, right? So it's not like you can see mm-hmm. the face. When I tell you right. again, the FBI of Soap Twitter, look, Soap fans, if you ever need to know something, you just put out the word on Soap Twitter, and the FBI of Soap Twitter will come and find you those answers. Because sure enough, everybody was like, that looks like, what's call it? And everybody was like, no, it can't be. No way. We would have heard about it. And the actor actually came out on Twitter and said, oh, I guess the secret's out now. I guess you guys found out. I'm back. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw that, too. That was funny. I was like, what's that, up? I, was like, I missed that one. That is. I was like, wow. I was like, okay. I said, all right, let's go. There's, there's a couple more people that I'm hoping maybe they'll wait to. I mean, well, they got a couple of days. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I, I'm just glad that I'm seeing people that I didn't think I would ever see again. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, I didn't never think I was going to see Gina. I, I didn't think I was going to see Patty Weaver back. Um. I didn't think I would see my Le- Leanne Love. I didn't think I was ever going to see her again. Yeah. I, I'm i looking forward to this. Um, so, yeah. Do you think they're hiding in Berlin Brown? 
You know, I would love for them to shock me with this. Because it's, it's one thing to do a nice gala and everybody coming back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got Aunt May May probably going to be over there with Devon and Lily, you know, trying to figure mm-hmm. what the heck is going on with them. And Nate, I should say Nate. Um, you got Leanne Love coming in, probably going to be nosies of her, trying to find out what's the latest, you know, drama in the DC universe. Um, you got, you know, Danny and, and Gina. They're probably going to get with Tracy and Lauren. We're going to get a song, y'all. We're going to get a song. Back in the 80s, get ready. Um, I would love for them to either shock us that Sheila or or something is happening. The idea that I had that some other people had was David Kimball would pop up. That was my um, other guess, too. I mean, I would love that, especially if his daughter's in town. Just saying. <laughs> Make it happen, folks. But I, I do want them to do a, a surprise because I – Real talk. I think a lot of us who watch Days of Our Lives during the 50th anniversary, who watch Young and the Russells as well, we're all kind of just like on pins and needles to see how Josh Griffin does this. Right. Um, so far, it's more alive than what Days was, dark and gloomy. So, you know, um, mm-hmm. and we got some returns. But I do want to see what else, because them just throwing a party, that's great. But I need something to be like, oh, my God. That's how Young and the Russell's 50th anniversary, folks. Like, oh, my gosh. That was the best. Excellent. Yep. I'm looking for Besides us getting a new intro. A new. Oh. Same music. Yeah, the new intro is going to be debuting soon. Yeah. Oh, good. I always like it when they up, when they uh, tune it up and. Make it a little more yeah. current. Now we can go on to B and B. There's more trouble there. I have a question for you guys. Were you as disappointed as I was that Douglas already changed his mind? I was not surprised. I was very disappointed, though. They made a big deal about the the cliff and Malibu and be careful. And people were like, oh, something's going to happen. And I was like, nothing's going to happen. Bold never does anything actually dramatic. <laughs> Very rarely, you know. Once in a I'll be honest with you. I wasn't surprised by Douglas' decision because I know where he where where this is going. I know who he's gotten this idea from. This is one of those things where, Thomas, you set the example. Now your son is doing exactly what you did. He's a little con artist. Ta-da. <laughs> like father, like son. You think he's taking think... Oh, oh, for sure. Douglas has learned at a very young age. I cry wolf, everybody stops what they're doing and pays attention to me. He knows that hope is wrapped around his little finger. That's his mommy. Mm. Thanks, Thomas. Okay. Douglas knows that Thomas has lied and done things wrong, 
But if you ever heard Thomas, he always would say, if something happens, Hope, a.k.a. your mommy, would be there for you. Mm-hmm. He planted that into his head. And the thing is, is like, you know what Douglas has said, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want anybody to be mad at me. But the fact that he saw that Hope and Thomas are going to work together, he feels as though, okay, phase one of my plan is working. Phase two is going to try to be mommy and daddy live together, and we can be a happy family because that's what daddy taught me to do and think. Parent trapping. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem is I'm worried that Douglas is going to hurt somebody. Y'all watch hmm. this, son. I know all of y'all did. <laughs> oh, you remember the evil little kid on Y&R that tripped Abby and that vibe, that vibe. I would kind of enjoy it if Douglas was evil. That might be a lot of fun. But he's got his dad's number, though. He does. He does. But also, what I like about Douglas is the way they're writing him is he does not suffer any fools because Liam has tried to manipulate Douglas. Like, he was, he basically was trying to talk Douglas into saying something to Hope about Thomas, but what it was was basically he was just using Liam to drive him up to Forrester Creations, and then he didn't do what Liam wanted. That's been like, gosh, six or eight months ago, and it was funny as hell because Liam was trying to manipulate him the same way Thomas tries to manipulate him, and Douglas is not having any of it. But at the same time, see, his, okay, with Liam, I will say this. And we got to remember, out of all these people, Liam and Thomas are blood relatives of Douglas. I think some people keep forgetting Liam is not only um, uh, the stepfather, but he's also Douglas's cousin. Like, you know, I think with Liam is he's now at wit's end. Like he said to Douglas, we love you. And we're always going to be here for when you need us. I think Liam understands that from Douglas's point of view, it's very confusing because Liam's confused. Liam is confused as to why, just like the rest of us, why does Thomas keep doing these things? Like if you're going to try to make a point of being a, a, a changed man, why do you keep doing these things like calling the uh, Child Protective Service and pretending to be Brooke? Why are, you, why are you still obsessing over certain things? And then you got Liam with hope. It's like Liam said, like, Liam said, Thomas can throw somebody over the bridge, and everybody will be like, oh, Thomas. Like, oh, Thomas. Like, you need a hug? Instead of him facing consequences. Liam also is sick and tired of, like, he's worried about his wife emotional and psychological being around around Thomas. And I understand that. I totally understand that. But with Douglas, I think 
I think the problem is that everybody is trying to figure out how to make sure Douglas understands right and wrong. And I think Douglas does, but he's seen, just like I always say, Thomas, Hope, and Steffi had a front row to, to Brooke, Taylor, and Ridge and all their stuff. What they thought was the right sometimes was the wrong. But I'm really interested in this part now because, okay, Hope decided to take Thomas back at work. I don't think she should have done it. But Mm -hmm. I... I'm trying to find some logic into this, and the only thing is because she doesn't want her company to go under because that's her. But at the same time, this is also hope because hope tries to see the good in people. It's a curse and a blessing, I should know, (laughs) to try to see the good when somebody has screwed you over repeatedly. I don't know. I I don't know. He looks like Liam looked like uh a deer with a deer in headlights when she told him the truth. Because he, cause she cause she said one thing and she did another. Mhm. Well, and he was basically today telling Wyatt that, you know, he's glad Brooke I mean uh, that Hope saw the right thing and so he didn't have to lay down the law with her. It's like I I'm really interested in seeing Liam try to man up and tell his wife what she has to do because I don't think he has the stones to do that. I think he's all bluster, you know. <laughs> he is not Bill Spencer. Yeah, he, he, he has no he has no cojones at all. None, none. He is waffle boy, tree hugging, vegan wimp. <laughs> So this should be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I am not. I would not be upset if Liam and Hope broke up. I would be upset if Liam and Hope broke up and they restarted the Steffi Hope Liam love triangle. But I would not be upset if yeah. she was like, you know what? At least Thomas is a man, a lying, scheming one. But you know, yeah. I, you know. I, I, I'm going to say this. If if certain things didn't happen in the recent years with Thomas and Hope, I would have been back on the Thomas and Hope train. However, it's been too much damage and trust, like the betrayal and all that. I, I just, to me, I don't want Hope to be another Katie. And I love Katie. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, you, you're really using a child to kind of be the um, uh, Band-Aid for a lot of things that has gone down with Thomas and Hope. Because, again, you got to remember how this all played out. Hope lost the baby, right? Her, anybody who's had a miscarriage or whatnot knows how your hormones are. And the fact that Douglas, that Thomas was like, by the way, hey, bro, I need y'all to do me a favor. (laughs) I need to see Caroline's will. Because that is the ultimate right there. Huh? Remember Thomas 
didn't he like fake a letter or something supposedly from her saying uh, that's that what, that's wanted... what uh huh that's yeah, what we're looking at. See, that's, about, that's, it. that's how all that started is that he said because when he came to town with his you know the first hint of obsession he said to Hope, oh, Caroline wanted you to be the, sec- the secondary mother. It was in her will. She wrote a letter. And I think all of us was doing the same thing. What were they close? Like, <laughs> I mean, they were close, but I didn't think anything of it. But I need to, I need to see I need to see an autopsy um, because I have some suspicions. I always said something wasn't right with this. I... Yeah, mm-hmm. that aneurysm. I think she just dropped dead. Right, I'm like, hmm. I need There's some. I need. I need to. I need, I need to investigate this. And see, and, and let me just clarify this. I like Thomas, right? I like the fact that he is sort of like his grandmama of Stephanie Forster, okay? But at some chill point, and you notice I said chill point, my thing is, is okay, your own family kind of turned against you, Thomas. You know what I would have done, Thomas? You are talented enough to do it. You got some money. You got some connections. Start your own design group. Go up against Forster. Go up against your own sister. Go up against Hope. Like, come on now, because if you keep going backwards, you're, you're screwing yourself. You live in Australia. See, I feel like I need to be on the show. Like, this is the advice Taylor should be giving him. <laughs> like, baby, just go. You're your own company. Right. You did one oh. before. And, a, and another thing, while we're on the subject of letters, can, do you mean to tell me that there are no other designers that can can uh, overtake Thomas. I I have a hunch he did something. He paid somebody off so they so he'd look so uh grandpa and then they would look not so good or something. I, I think he had something to do with that. I'm wondering if when R J comes back it's like he's been at design school or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because he's back in uh, what April twenty first, and yeah, he starts he, uh, he starts filming. I think he films either next. Yeah, he starts filming next week. Yeah, and he's, the okay. actor's twenty three, the same age as Anthony Turpel, the last actor, and he's supposedly been off at school. And I think his character is supposed to be like 19, 21, old enough to have graduated. He might be a fresh graduate and come in and just blow Thomas away, which would be interesting. Yeah, we do need Thomas back on the show. I mean, mean, RJ, excuse me, RJ. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be amazing to see the dynamic. And we know Torsten um, is coming back, too. He's back yeah. on air on Wednesday. He's been filming. He is back. Yeah, yeah. His, his next air date note. is Wednesday, March 15th. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is Cliffhanger Wednesday because it's only on, because okay. Young and the Rosses and Bold are only on oh. three days this week. Well, now two days because 
Thursday and Friday is March Madness. March Madness. So that means, so that means mm-hmm. Bone the Beautiful, you know your tradition on Wednesday. You know all eyes are going to be on you on Wednesday. Thank you. Yeah, and he's going to he's gonna walk back in the door, I think, like the last 10 seconds of the show. Yeah. I kind of like, want that. him to be with that. I kind of want him to have somebody with him. I, I think he's going to have RJ with married. him. Well, no, RJ comes back in April. Yeah, there's a oh. full month. It'd be fun if he came back with a with a what felony flow's mother's name, Denise Richards. character. that's who I, that's who I actually. Shauna, yeah. He probably, that's who I call. That would be kind of awesome. Of, yeah. I would. Totally I don't want him to come back. Yeah, because I don't want him to come back and we go back to square one with Brooke and Taylor. Like, I, I, I like the no. dynamics we got, but I just don't want to go back to that place right now. I'm, I'm enjoying I, I, my friendship. I'd be happy if he came back with Shauna or Quinn, either one. I do not want to have any friendship between Brooke and Taylor. I am so sorry, but um, I just find it a little bit too awkward for me still, honestly. And if when Thorsten K does come back as Ridge, I will want him with Brooke. And they have Taylor get, give Taylor another love interest, and that's that. Just move them on and just, just do something new, but that's just me. Well, you're entitled to that, Nathan. Yeah, you're excited to your opinion. This is what I actually, the reason I'm okay with this is because, and I've said this for a long time, the problem is that Bold and Beautiful got comfortable with the triangle Mm -hmm. versus, I mean, here's the thing. Brooke has had other options, like Eric, Deacon, Thorne, Bill, you know. Taylor, even though she had options, she never had another great love of her life. You see what I'm saying? Like, if we're going to do this, let me just say this. I like I like Ridge and Brooke, but I also don't like Brooke and Ridge. I like uh, Ridge and Taylor, but I also don't like Ridge. And, like, I'm one of those fans who can see the good, but I can also see the, ooh, child, like, uh, I don't even know why. The thing is, is that when you ask somebody who is Brooke's other great love of her life, the majority will say Nick. But with Taylor, mm-hmm. you can't say that. You really can't no. say it. And, and the thing is, is that, keep in mind, she couldn't wait till Stephanie was six feet under before she bet she was starting to try to sleep in the same room as Eric. You know, her and Nick, <laughs> her and Rick. You see what I'm saying? It's like there hasn't been another great love for Taylor. And the fact is, is for me, the one thing that I had an issue with is that when Ridge was done with one on Monday, he would come knocking on a Tuesday at somebody else's door. Once that he was done on Tuesday, he would come back over on a Wednesday. And the thing is, is that both women allowed it, but... For me, it was like, okay, Ridge kept playing, and it was like, at what point do one of these ladies say, you know what, uh-uh, not today? 
And that's what I was okay with. Now, are they playing the friendship too much? Yeah, but hindsight, could they have been friends like this? Yeah. If Rich, oh, yeah. if Rich was not even in, like, I look at this as, okay, like the Stephanie and Brooke. It was weird that they kind of became acquaintances, that they were cool for, for a while, right? Okay. Right, yeah. I look at it like, um, I wouldn't say Jackie, Jackie because, well, actually I need Jackie back. If we can get Leslie Ann Dow back on bold, that would be great. But, no, I mean, it's going to be awkward because we were so used to them fighting over Ridge, right? But now they're two grown women who was kind of valuing their self-worth, but they still got some issues because of their children. And I'm fine with that. But when Rich comes back, I mean, clearly, look, we all know, one of them is going to probably be, like, trying to sniff around while the other one is like, we made a promise that Rich would not be coming in between us. I just, I just want to enjoy it before we get to, to, to mm-hmm. fighting over Rich again. No, that's fair. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, the only other option is they just go full sister wives since they're really good friends now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't see that happening. I do want to see how RJ plays a factor in this, though. Yeah, he's going to have. Yeah, the timing of his return, gonna... like, I wonder if Ridge was with him. Mm-hmm. Because I want to know what his dynamic is with, with, you know, obviously he's Hope's half-brother. He's Thomas and Stephanie's, you know, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see how RJ's dynamics are with his sisters and with Liam and Finn and especially Thomas. Like, I really do want to see what happens with that. Um, And also, I'm going to be honest. It, I have a feeling I'm gonna put it out there in the world. I have a feeling they're gonna they're gonna come test RJ in Paris. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm yeah. thinking too. Just based on the ages. Oh, I see. Mhm. Because they're not giving um, Dylan Demet a lot of airtime already, so I wouldn't be surprised. And she doesn't. She seems kind of lackluster about him anyway. Like she's just been. <laughs> You know, there's not a big romance there right now. Yeah. I feel as though they dropped, they, yeah. they kind of dropped the ball with that because I think they were trying to figure out what to do what with to the do character with of Paris. Yeah. And, and Zenday and, you know, and shout out real quick, shout out to Diamond White for, uh, for Dino Girl on Marvel, Disney Plus. Hey, girl. Um, I love that show. I'm sorry. I'm a big kid. But, um, no, like, I I do want to see where like that's why I said RJ is going to play in my in my opinion probably a big part in all a lot of the stuff with Brooke Taylor Ridge and then Hope Stacy Thomas you know so we'll see we'll see and on the other front we got Dollar Bill and Sheila. Yeah, so what Bill Bill said to Liam this last week, I think he said that there's a reason Mm -hmm. I got her out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I feel like that he 
he wants her crushed, but I think he thinks like where she was crushing her, she was so low that that's not going to be impactful enough. So I think he's lifting her up, lifting her up, lifting her up to just throw her down hard. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And I, and I think he's also, because she talked the other day about how much he's opening up to her, and this coming week he's supposed to, like, open up to her about, like, crimes he's committed. So I feel like he's luring her to confessions so he can, like, record her confessions of other crimes. And yeah. that's just where I feel like it's going. Because he's not an open-up kind of guy, you know? I see that. He's got. I think he does have a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I right. think he does have a plan, which which makes me feel a little better, because I thought he was just. If he's playing her, then I feel that that's a little more normal for him, but he's got to make the others feel that he's being played. So maybe right. that's because otherwise Sheila would sniff it out. Yeah. And she did she did say as long as she's good to me, I'll be good to her. Well, cuz there's no way that Sheila can be good for very long, so he knew inevitably. Inevitably. Right, and she'll yeah. slip up and make a mistake. And so right. at this point, like, when, he, when he's looking down and he's being very lackluster, I feel like he's intentionally being so vanilla that mm-hmm. he knows he'll go do something. Like, he's, he's luring her into a trap by being, like, meek and pliant, you know? Like, so she thinks he's P-Whip, mm-hmm. and he's not. he's not. And I think he's doing this. My, my theory is his underlying rationale for all of this is Steffi. Because he's got that deep, inappropriate affection for Steffi. And she shot Steffi. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what it's all about. I think he wants to crush Sheila and throw her at Steffi's feet as a gesture, even though he can't have Steffi. Although I would love to see him with Steffi instead of, you know, Boring, Ben. That's my two cents. I'm, I mean, here's the thing. You're not. I, I truly. I've always said that Bill is up to something. Even at first, I was like, maybe Sheila has something on Bill, like the reveal of who really shot him, because they 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 played that beat a lot. But then I was like. Because I was like, something's not right with Bill because this isn't Bill Spencer. Look, we all see him when he doesn't have a woman, okay? That means he's more ruthless than anything. There's been times where I think he wanted to tell, like especially Katie. Because there was that scene where it was like, when Katie said, I will take Will away from you. It's like, dang, Bill, like how far are you going with this? My thing is, I do think he has a plan. He has a plan, and, and you're right. This revolves around Steffi. I'm going to be honest with you. The twist for me would be if him and Deacon are working together to bring Sheila down. Oh, that because, would be dry. Because the fact that, you know, like, 
you know, Deacon and Sheila, they have something. I don't know what to call it, but it's something interesting. And I think Deacon, you know, look, does Sheila really like Deacon? I think so because she likes the attention. But she knows that Bill Spencer is just like Eric Forster. He is well known. And not only that, but in some weird way, she's still connected to Steffi through Bill because, well, you know, Liam, it's a whole, it's a whole obsession thing, okay? But to me, I'm like, now, does Deacon really care about Sheila? Yes, he does. Darn it, he does. I mean, he hasn't had a woman since he's been out of jail, so that's for Sheila, so there you go. But anyway, mm-hmm. I feel as though he also knows what's at stake because, like Sheila said, how would Hope and them feel when he did all that stuff while he was still on probation, hiding a fugitive and all that stuff? So I think that Bill and Deacon are working in cahoots to bring Sheila down. It's just Sheila doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It's sort of like Sheila thinks she's like on top of the world. She's like freaking Jack on Titanic. Woo! But I she know she's going to go down. Do you know what would be interesting about the point you just made about them working together? So mm-hmm. everybody's wondering how did Deacon go from closet sleeping bartender to owning El Giardino? Maybe that's what bro- that's what Bill gave him in exchange for mm-hmm. Miss Cook, well, was to it me. Sheila's money? What about if it was Sheila's money? It wasn't. She, she... she was offering him things, and he was like, no, 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 because he was really worried about being busted for being entangled with her while she was yeah. on the lam. He, he said he went, like, overseas and got investors, so maybe yeah. he and Bill left town and had him. It'd be interesting to look back and see if Bill had left town during the time that Deacon or just him. wired him money, mm. just told him like, like, look, I'll give you some money in like an off, offshore bank account, just pretend, you know, like to have, like, you know, to make sure that all their ducks are lined up in a row. Right, because she uh, was a threat to, to Hope and to everybody. Anybody. Uh huh. Yeah, so I can see them as as dads who share family cooking this up. Yeah. Mhm. I swear, I like beautiful. If we get the, if we get any of this right, you can Venmo us all. Yep. I will be watching <laughs> my account. I'm like Bill and Deacon. I'm watching my account because that's the only <laughs> logic explanation is that Sheila really thinks that she's getting away with all of this, and we got you know Bill acting like. Oh, yes, Sheila, whatever you say, Sheila, I'm at your command. You got Katie and them all kind of freaking out, wondering what's going on here. Do I think, now here's the thing, do I think somebody's going to get, like, hurt or something? Heck, yeah, this is Sheila Carter we're talking about. But I feel as though that's the ultimate is that, you know, she feels as though, because she's getting comfortable. She's getting too comfortable right now, and that's her weak spot is when she gets really comfortable just like Phyllis, she messes up. She flips. She 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 drops her guard down. Cause think about it, she did that with Deacon. She she dropped her guard because she finally her and Deacon finally gave in. Well, she did. Deacon probably played it, but you know he wanted some too. So. You know. Well, another yeah. reason that 
I think that's plausible is because Deacon's all like smitten with her now, but before he was not. He was proposing to Brooke, and then all of a sudden he turned on a dime, and it's like, oh, Sheila, I have to have you, I have to have you. And it's like, okay, right. motivation because he just wanted her because Bill wanted her, or is it because this is part of a, a greater scheme? I like that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Can we this- do General Hospital next? Yes, we can. Yes, let's do that. Yeah. Oh, Candace, we have. Let me tell you. We have. My. We my, have two my very people safe. coming on. Uh huh. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We got. So okay. Real quick, I think back we knew that too. Jane Elliott. Yeah, we knew that Jane Elliott was coming on, which is going to be the seventeenth of April. But General Hospital, you kind of spoiled this last week because, again, me included and the FBI soap Twitter, we looked at the credits. And if you guys look at, third, was it Thursday's it credits? Did. It said Emma Sands as Holly. And we're like, Holly wasn't on. But, yeah, Emma Sands is coming back as Holly. Okay. I think we all know which direction this I, I don't know for sure, but I, I think we're going to revisit this Ice Princess storyline. I think so, too. Think yeah. So. Same. Oh, okay. Let, let me just say this for the people in the back. Yes, the stories from last year are going to get played this year, okay? This whole Austin thing, this Mason thing, the fact that Nicholas is being kidnapped, they got Tracy coming back. We got Holly coming back. We got a lot going on that's connected to the Ice Princess, maybe. I'm going to tell you something. GH, you got one person. Well, actually, one, two. Actually, three people you need to bring on to, to, to really do the storyline. I'm going to drop one person because I know they're going to be busy with a tour. But this this needs to be your saving grace right now. Um, that and also uh, Ivetta Brown, who is a comedian, she is going to be a part of the Sonya Eddy tribute, which is going to be March 31st. Um, and that was one of Sonya's close friends. So to kind of pay tribute to Sonya, uh, GH, uh, you know, invited her friends to come on. So that should be a really good um, episode. That's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I don't want to say the word excited. I'm 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 looking forward to it, but I'm sad that she's gone. So I don't want to say I'm excited to see oh, yeah. it, but I'm glad that, mm-hmm. that she's getting a like that she, because I just loved her. She was just amazing. We yeah. interviewed yes, her. Yes, she was. We interviewed her a couple years back. Um, and she was just she sent us the nicest letter to all of us at Take Two when we did it. She says how how nice that everyone was so interested in my life and what I do, and she doesn't she never sees that a lot. Yeah, we always talked about her and Billy D. Williams that crush that she had. Yep. They were like for Billy D. Williams. I always bust on her about it. I'm like Billy D. Williams on TV, Sonya. 
Like, she was like, girl, girl, let me know what's in <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> well, that, that's a solid crush to have. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. General Hospital, my, my, my plot point of the week that has me laughing and happy is that they have broken Victor Cassidine's penis, which I think is uh-huh. freaking hilarious. <laughs> That is, like, my favorite thing. Uh, Soap Dirt, we did a tweet about it the other day with a, an old Jedi with a limp saber. and Because, uh, <laughs> you know, it seemed like they dropped that, that line about the, where Holly gave the drug to Selena Wu and she slipped it to Victor, and then it's been, like, a couple of months. And then now we find out now we know. it hasn't been working That's... for a couple of so, yeah, and then he's getting his little ED, you know. And so what I'm yep. interested in is since, since they're calling in, as of today, they're calling in Finn to look at his blood work results, but I'm wondering if Finn is going to get talked into participating in the plot and giving him some sort of placebo or something, you know, rather than actually helping him. Oh, that was also on the hospital. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm also really a new character who's growing on me a whole lot is Dex. I like him. General Hospital has, you know, too big of a cast, so I always get like the heebie-jeebies when they bring somebody on. Like, I'm not particularly enjoying Cody that much. The actor, he's really cute and everything, but his character, I feel like, eh, I'm not enjoying. But Dex, thoroughly enjoying. The scenes with him and Sonny with cooking the food has me thinking all kinds of things about these two guys together, you know, and how much I want him to be loyal to Sonny instead of douchey Michael. So what do you guys think about that? Uh, I don't mind – I, I don't mind Dex that much. You know, I like him with Jocelyn. Uh, I feel they have uh, great chemistry together. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I'd like to see more uh, with Dex being developed still because we, we know that he's, you know, uh, working not just with, you know, he's not working for Sonny, but at the same time he's undercover with working with Michael. So, um, you know, I um, – I am interested to see how that happens, but at the same time, I do wish they could at least kind of pick it up a little more when it comes to that reveal of uh, Dex working with Michael because Sonny will find out at some point, or maybe uh, he does know uh, due to uh, Brick, who will make his return in General Hospital tomorrow. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But I think that for now, I like Dex. I like him with Jocelyn, but I like to see him develop a little bit more. So. That's what I feel about that. Yeah, I'm still wondering if he is someone's son, like if he has a family tie in Port Charles, because General Hustle seems to be on a kick of secret kids right now, you know? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. So kind of wide open. That seems to be like their, their thing at the moment. So I would totally not be surprised if he is Sonny's kid, if he is, if, you know, somebody's kid, so. I was thinking he'd be AJ's. 
AJ's. That was AJ Quartermain's who, who, kid. Who's that? Yeah. Who's that AJ Quartermain? I never heard of him before. Who's he? Who's he? Who's he? Are you are you joking? <laughs> Jason's brother. Is, is no, that, I'm not. Is, is is that is that the guy? Is that the guy that they shot? That Sonny shot, and nobody talks yes. about him anymore, including his own That's son. It. That's yeah, him. Yeah, oh, that, so that guy, that wasted time. Okay, him. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being sarcastic because you know that's how they, you know. <laughs> they don't talk about him. No. Okay. For some strange reason, I've been thinking about this a lot. Y'all know how I've been talking about GH. Let the character breathe for a little bit. Don't rush. You know, this isn't like back in the day where you introduce a character and then like, well, no, actually, no. G.H., you need to get back to that. Let the character breathe and then, like, give me six months down the road before we find out they're connected to a character or year, maybe, or something like that. Half of me truly believes, yeah, half of me believes this kid is related to somebody. And I'm like, okay, this ain't Brenda's kid. There ain't no way G.H. wouldn't do that to my heart. And I was like, A.J.'s kid, because I'm going to be honest right now, the kid that A.J. has on screen, I don't even know him. And plus, I know they're not going to try to rebuild any more quarter mains. You know what I'm saying? So by deduction, I was like, yeah, they're going to make this character connect to somebody. And the only person I can think of that has issues with Sonny is Alphazar. Uh, I love the Alphazar. Oh, Alphazar. No, I didn't think about now, that. Now, yes, they have a daughter. Alcazar has a daughter, Lila Ray. We, I mean, look, Jedge, we'll talk the end of the year, okay? Thank you. But I'm like, all right, it has to be somebody within the mob life, right? But mm. then I was like, this is GH. They ain't going to do that. I'm like, they ain't going to do this. So I'm like, okay, is it possible that Frank Smith has a grandson out there? But why would Frank Smith come after this? But then again, hey, look, I don't know. I don't write the show. They're going to make this kid somebody connected. They're going to do it. And But I did get the sunny connection. Like, okay, I don't know about you guys, but when they were, you know, shooting, pop, 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 did anybody get a deja vu of him and Dante? Yes, I did. Uh, yes. For sure. I did a little. For sure. And I was like, okay, GH, are you trying to trying to slip that in? Like, is this Sonny's kid? Does Sonny need another kid? I mean, did you understand the mistake you made when you killed off Morgan? And then we got Dex being the kid? I mean, come on now. I'm just asking for a friend. But if, okay, I, if General Hospital yeah. was going to go bat crap crazy, how about this? If we were just going to go crazy, uh-huh. maybe Dex, maybe Dex is Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not. No, too young, too young. And plus, it'll be the ick factor. It would be the ick factor because Dex is pretty much doing his sister. Right, oh, that's true because he'd be banging his sister. Yeah, I don't think GH would. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even doing. I wasn't even doing the deep family ties. I are. Uh, I just yeah. would like Morgan back. But I, would I mean, like I it think to be we all do because. Look, right now, if this, okay, if we were writing the show, in all honesty, I would have it where Morgan and Christina teams up against Joss and Michael. <laughs> That's That'd just me. Mm. But 
you know. I'm set, I'm at I'm exiting the stage left. So, all right, I mean, on the topic of General Hospital and Nicholas, can we speculate for a second? Who do we think Mason is working for that has Nicholas now? It's a woman. Well, well, could it? And that's I all have we two thoughts. I have two thoughts, but I, they're both right out there. Um, Helena, maybe, mm-hmm. or Tracy. I'll go with your first one if they're going to, because everything. See, see, okay. I feel as though they're going to bring Helena back because, well, I'm going to be honest. If you're going to do the Ice Princess storyline, you got to have Helena. Yeah. Um. If it was Tracy, I can't, I can't see I can't see Tracy doing that, you know, because I just can't see Tracy about, doing it. What about Olivia Jerome? From behind bars? Uh, is, well, is she okay. supposed we to got, be a darkum? She says to be on Pentonville. And she's right. supposed to be in Pentonville, I think, but Cyrus is Cyrus does all kind of stuff from behind bars. Yeah. yeah. I mean well, I don't true. I don't think the bars are a barrier. I I'm gonna say you we gotta remember that Austin is tied into this. So that's why I said I can't say Tracy because Austin is Mason is supposedly Austin's cousin. Allegedly. I need to see some allegedly. DNA results too, but so I don't think Tracy would get her hand. Like, it, I mean, it. I don't see Tracy being a part of kidnapping or somebody holding Nicholas hostage, considering the lore factor and Lulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think it may be Helena because, look, Helena has no chill factor when it comes to her family. For some, yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to say, and speaking of family, see, I suspect Olivia Jerome because Mason's now targeting Ava. And that's her sister. And she's she's gotten out of the life, and she may hold her accountable for Julian's death. Julian. Yeah, so I mean, Julian, I think, is dead, dead, maybe, probably, but you know, dead's not always dead, might just be soap dead. But um, it's just, targeting Ava feels funny if it's not somebody who's got like a direct tie to her. But it could be just about Nicholas, like you said, if it is Helena. Mm hmm. Because I feel as though that's like, I mean, I see what GH did with that. <laughs> Well played, GH. I see what you did there. But I'm looking at it that Austin is tied into Mason, or Mason's tied into Austin. So my thing is, could mm-hmm. this be ransom for ELQ? Because if we're going to get, because I feel as though we're about to go back to that story too, with the whole ELQ yeah. and Austin and, and that whole thing. So I don't know. I would say I'm interested, but I'm be honest with you. I'm really not. Because I'm Cassandra preparing myself. Pierce? You know what I'm saying? Huh? Cassandra Pierce? 
No, no Nick Cliff had I, some. Didn't I thought Cassandra died? Yeah, Cassandra died. She died. She died. She, she, she got, she she got a, a help a helpful of the drugs that she was giving out. So she she yeah. indeed, I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, yep. I know Nick. It's just with Nicholas there. It's throwing me off. So. Well, you know what that was about. You know what that. You know what that was for. They they rewrote. I'm gonna say this. For me, I'm gonna say this. I feel as though GH did a complete 360 with two of the storylines because of what happened with you know Marcus. You know with his contract and everything. I feel as though right. first yeah. and foremost something was supposed to happen to Victor. Like you know who killed Victor or. Victor may have gone in in a coma or something like that mm-hmm. instead of this Viagra. Okay, GH. All right, Viagra. Really, you're gonna. Oh, okay, we're, we're doing this. We're really doing. Okay, <laughs> maybe they're, oh, maybe okay. they're doing another uh, another drug sponsorship. You know. I, can I just oh, say no. real quick? Getting back on that. Can I tell you how disappointed I was with that? I was like, really. I said, GH, now I know y'all, I was like, you know what, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go because I'm so disappointed in all the other stuff that you kind of pulled that this was the least of my concerns. But I think with the Nicholas thing, because we knew, um, you know, certain things, they, this, is, this is the time where they're holding the character on the shelf until they figure out what direction yeah. they're going to take this Nicholas or who's going to play the next Nicholas or, you know what I'm saying, like they're kind of like, okay, we're going to take Nicholas out, but we're going to make him, quote, unquote, a plot point, maybe, question mark, until yeah, we figure can, things they out. They can always bring, him, always bring him back. They can recast him. They can bring back Tyler right. or whatever, yada, yada, Cause, yeah. Because the reality so thing is, and I think everybody said it on Twitter. Yeah, I think everybody said this on, so, on, on, on social media. All right, hindsight. This is the second child of Loris that's in a coma. Cassidy and just lurking and being low-key sinister but kind of vague. 
Like, <laughs> there's no plot at hand. Like, he, you know, the deputy mayor, it's just like he's just up to generic no good. I don't know. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they, they, they have to pick up the pace on that. Yet, or they, huh? They have to pick up the pace on that uh, storyline, part, the part of that storyline. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know if they haven't written it yet, and they're trying to figure it out. They're back there throwing darts at the plot board for, you know, they just, it, it's, it's one of those, anytime I, I hear any writer at General Hospital say umbrella story, I get a rash. Yeah. Because that means it's going to be crap, overarching crap. And so I fear that that's where we're heading with this vague Victor stuff, you know. I don't know. But, I mean, it might be if, if they would move along with it, because there's been some plots where all of Port Charles was threatened that were interesting, like when uh, What's-His-Face polluted the water supply. Yeah. Uh, Simon uh, no, Sebastian that was, that was good. Jerry. Jerry. Jerry Jack. Yeah. And yep. anytime they have that, like, that was an a illness, everybody gets it. That was great. So something that scares the shit out of everybody in Port Charles That'd be fine with me, but right now Victor's just like low-key, low-key, barely evil and too focused on his lack of erection, and so I'm probably as frustrated as he is. I'm frustrated because I agree. I feel so okay. If you don't, because, okay, General Hospital, you really don't have a big, big baddie on your show. And the fact that you just brought up Jerry J- <sighs> we had such good things back in the day. I don't know where we well, him, him, Helena, they need a we big had, well, we had faith. Uber we villain. had Faith Roscoe. We had freaking Faith Roscoe, Claudia Sakara. We had Johnny. Claudia Sakara. We had, we had yeah. it all. But I they feel were like over so, the top. Right. It's, it's, it's like you got Victor Cassidon. And, okay, if you're a fan of General Hospital who knows Victor Cassidon's characteristics and all that, you compare that Victor to today's Victor, it's a joke. And I like Charles. I like Charles. Don't get it twisted. I love Charles Tennessee. I do. But I feel as though the writing for Victor Cassidon is very cartoonish. Like he's sort of that guy that when you open the door, it's like, hey, guys, here I am. Next scene, hey, guys, here I am. It's like you have him. That's why I kind of was wondering if they were going to do a murder thing with him or who poisoned Victor Cassidy. Find out on General Hospital, ABC Weekdays and stuff like that. That's where I thought we were going at because he literally was in every freaking story. Every time you turn around, there he was. And I'm like, what are you guys doing with him? He's supposed to be... The third baddie of the Cassidy era, you know, mm-hmm. bloodline, and you have him. Well, yeah, it's frustrating. They also, I mean, think about it. Remember, Helena was terrified of Valentine. He was oh, the yeah. worst Cassidy. He was the most terrifying Cassidy, and it's like he is Anna Devane's lapdog, and <laughs> they've done and I, I nothing. Like, yes. Yeah. Right, I, and I'm looking, like, I know some people saying about Nicholas, right? Okay, here's the truth. Nicholas is the dark prince with the golden heart. The fact that he slept with his son's girlfriend, okay, yes, VH, I see what you tried to do. You tried to do a parallel 
of Spencer and Nicholas with Stefan with Stefan Castazon and Nicholas with um, Catherine Bell. I see what you did there, but it didn't work. You know why it didn't work? Because I'm gonna be honest, better writing. And not only that, but we was actually because Nicholas would not have done that to Spencer because we remember what he said. You know what? You know. It's like you don't have a clear direction of what these characters are supposed to do right now. And it's kind of frustrating because I see you're trying. You're trying in certain parts. But the Victor Cassidon stuff is falling flat. No pun intended. So that's why I'm thinking the Ice Princess is going to be, because remember around last year, around like last month, they tried to do it. Remember, it was all of a sudden cold, and next thing you know, they're all at the pool, like, ooh, it's a heat wave. Ooh, what's yes, going and here? then there was a and heat wave. Spencer, right, and Spencer was interested in the Ice Princess, and Lord was like, get that thing away from him. I, I don't know. I know. It's, yeah. I thought it was happening. Yeah, I feel like they also have kind of too many storylines going on right now, I think. So we're not. They kind of wrap some stuff up, too. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, too many storylines, because they have that big cast, allows them to kind of meander around. And then there's pointless stuff like Gladys gambling. And it's like, okay, let's Mm -hmm. get back to the Ice Princess. You know, let's get back to the stuff I want to see instead of, uh, you know, (laughs) I don't know. So we have time uh, to talk about days. Yes. Or are we still? uh, Do we have more to cover on General Hospital? Well, real quick, I do want to. I do want to address. Oh, go ahead. Oh, let me ask this. Let me ask this real quick question. Portia, Taggart, Curtis, Trina. (laughs) Okay. Let, Let me just say this right now. Portia needs to face some consequences. I don't understand some things. Because I feel so GH, this is your, well, okay, I got a couple of things. I need to, I got a rant. Now, see, I just thought about this. GH, your problem is you don't have people face some consequences, long-term consequences, or just consequences. You're just having everybody with kids' gloves right now. I appreciate yeah, I what Taggart said, is that no matter what the DNA test says, you're always going to be my little girl. He's still hurt, though, but he's trying to be really adult about certain things in front of Trina. Trina is very confused. She is. And that's why she's like, well, I, you know, I'm not doing this. I'm not, you know. I applaud her because, again, just because a DNA will say doesn't, you know, it's, it goes with that, that logic. It's not always blood that raises you and that's your family. You can have family with anybody, point blank, period. But the fact that your mom lied to you all this mm-hmm. time, and then you got Jordan. And Jordan, I'm a little surprised at you because, okay, you kind of was like, you kind of, I don't know. But now it's like, okay, well, everybody should be mad at Portia. Like, why? But I will say, GH, you did play the beats. I mean, I know there's certain things that you didn't do, which I kind of expected because I look at another storyline that kind of was identical and you didn't do it. And I'm talking about the whole Willow, Nina, Carly thing because I'm a little upset. I'm more upset about that than anything. 
Mm-hmm. But I feel as though, like, GH, you do, like, like what you just said, right, about it has too many storylines. And I feel as though what I've noticed is, okay, they start certain storylines out, right? Then mm-hmm. they drop them, right? They drop them for a good three to six months. But there's other storylines that they try to finish out, to flush out, right, and they end it. Right. And then they go back to the storyline that almost a year ago they were doing, and they're trying to do it now because they had enough time to really get the beginning, middle, and hopefully the end right. Because, like I said, if you're going to do the Ice Princess, we started that last year. If we're doing the Austin stuff, that was last year too. Are we ever going to get Chase back on the police force? I don't know. I guess. You know, we, we, we you know, overcame Elizabeth's parents. I'd be interested to count, to count how many plots are happening right now on General Hospital. Okay. Probably 40. Okay. All right. We got Willow. 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 Willow being sick. No, wait a minute. We got a couple with Willow. Willow being sick. Uh, Nina. Nina and that whole thing with Willow. The fallout. I call call it the fallout from the paternity. Okay. And then we got Nina. Nina thinking about calling the SEC on insider trading on Carly. Right, with Drew yeah. and Carly, yeah. Then we got Car- Carly and Drew's relationship. Yeah. Carly, Carly, um, Carly versus Nina all day long, just point blank, just wrap, put that right. in a nice little blender, okay. Then you got um, uh, 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 Dr. Obrecht's revenge, right, mm-hmm. type, okay. Um, then we got the whole uh, Jaws, Dex, Michael against Sonny. Okay. We got Dex's undercover uh, life. Right. That right. Makes, that, that makes sense, right? Okay. So that goes, okay. So that goes, okay. All right. Oh, Michael. Okay. Michael and Willow's wedding. Right. Okay. Okay. okay I'm oh, counting. and them also being, you know, the baby. So I guess the baby does count. Okay. So then, all right. So then you have, oh, um, uh, Trina. Trina's paternity, that whole situation of the situation. Mm-hmm. Trina and Spencer. Trina and Spencer's relationship time. Spencer okay. dealing with the abandonment of his father while trying to get custody of the baby. And then we got then we Esme got and the baby. Esme, right? Mm-hmm. Amnesia, Esme, and her fallout of everything. Okay, that goes. Okay, Esme, Ryan. Okay, Ryan, Heather. Okay, continue on. Okay, then we got Austin. Austin and Mason. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Then we have. Let me see what else is going on. Yeah. Uh, 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 I got. We got Nicholas and the. I, I mean Elizabeth stuff. Residual. Oh, yeah, Elizabeth stuff. Right. Yeah. That she, you know, knew about all of this too. Okay. Then we got. We got. Hey, Nick- by the way, we got Cameron going to Sanford. My baby going to Sanford. Oh, okay. Cam- oh, yep. going to Sanford. Going to Stafford, okay, so that takes care of the young people. Okay, then we got Molly. Molly wants to be a mommy now. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. whole thing going on. Then you got Lewis Lane, I mean, Alexis being uh, the news editor, cracking down on the mm-hmm. big stories of the day with Gregory, a.k.a. Jimmy Olsen. 
Um, and then we got Gregory <laughs> being terminally ill with some mystery thing. Oh yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we're about to say goodbye to him. Mm-hmm. Raise your raise your drinks. Okay. And then, okay, from speaking, speaking of older people, speaking of older people, we got Marshall and his mental illness that's not schizophrenia. Nope. He's got something going on. And then, let's see. Then we got the we whole got Curtis. The- Curtis Portia, which is kind of the fallout yeah. of, of Trina, but it's also the deception of it all. Um, yeah, then we've got Ava, Ava and Austin. Ava and Austin being blackmailed and probably mailed, getting right. in a relationship soon. Right. Then we got um, Sauce's money being taken. Well, yeah, that whole thing. Um, By Gladys. Then we got right. Yeah. Then we got Mrs. Wu and her problems. Right. Yeah. Wait a minute. Then we got Victor. Victor. Victor and his self Yup. Right. Then we got Dante and Sam. Okay, wait a minute. Is that a wait? Oh, Anna, Anna, Valentina, Lucy. Oh, yep, yep, and the deputy mayor and all that. And then um, let's just oh, yeah. count the ice princess. I'm gonna I'm gonna count the ice yeah, princess. Yeah, we put that. We kind of like putting the ice princess. Yeah, question mark on mm-hmm. that. The nurses ball because Maxie is now being in charge of it. Um, right. But Lucy will pay. Lucy will make her appearance. Oh yeah, she's gonna make her appearance when she's half naked and everybody thinks she's dead. Um, oh yeah, just, wait a minute. And then we got we got Dude. Chase Chase trying to save oh, yeah, the Chase. girl, right? And then Christina somewhere. I don't know what's going on with Christina. Um, yeah, Christina. Let's yeah. see. So we got, we got Alexis, so and then I'm, tr- I'm trying to think if there's I, anything else. That's what I'm trying to think too. Wait a minute, Olivia. What's going on with Olivia? Nothing. Okay, nothing. Nothing, nothing. with that. No. Oh, co- um, Cody and Max. Oh, Cody. We, we've got Cody, Cody yeah. and Max, and then yep. Dante has a secret that only Cody knows. So that's another no. one. Yep, probably a child out there somewhere. Um, and then and then we've but, got Cody and Sasha looking like they're going to get in a romance. Yeah, which I don't want. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, and the fact that nobody knows that Joss left Brit. <laughs> To uh to die. Yep. Yep. Oh geez. Okay. Do you want you want, I I have been sitting here counting this with hashtags. Wait, Y'all want to take wait a guess? Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Because I'm making sure I got to make sure here that that's everything. Hold on. All right. Did we? Okay. Terry doesn't have a storyline. Just making sure here. Brad no. doesn't. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, something Brett with Brett. No, wait, 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 no. Okay, we're good. So, okay, yeah, we're good with Brett. Um, yeah. Phyllis ain't never on, so, okay. Um, I was, I just want to make sure that we got everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Okay, Lucy, Kevin. Oh, Kevin dealing with the fallout of Ryan. Right, and right, being right. Um... Laura being okay, like, with the whole Esme stuff. So we got to put Laura somewhere. Um, yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay. All right. Finn, what's going on with Finn? Nothing. Nothing's going on with Finn right now. Yeah, nothing. He's going to be attached to his dad being. Yeah, he's going to be attached to yeah. his dad being. Sick. Yeah, with his dad. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, Stella, okay. All right. Yeah, okay, we're good. I think I got everybody. Okay. I think we got everybody. All right. right. Okay, wow. so each of y'all take a, each of y'all take a guess at what the total is. 
Has to be more than fifteen. So I'm gonna say yeah. maybe nineteen. All right. Grab your butt. It's thirty seven. Oh boy. Yeah, I was close. I um, just counted every storyline you said and it's thirty seven. <laughs> Meanwhile at Bold we have one and a half. Yes. Yeah. How about that? Well that was that was a fun exercise though. <laughs> that was that was that hurt my head. That's what it did. <laughs> That's a lot. Well, it literally we, hurt my head. You know, oh wait, wait. I mean, do we? Are we going to also know. say wait? We we said wait. We, we kind of upcame the the ice princess. So I'm going to do. I'm get ready for even thirty eight. We forgot one big one that's about to pop right. up pretty soon. What happened to Tiffany? Oh um, yeah, and and Luke. We we can go ahead and throw Luke's thing in there because well, you know that's Luke, not done. Well, Luke is going to be a part of that ice princess, in my opinion. You see what I'm saying? But with Epiphany, yeah. that's a that's a separate because that's why we're getting a tribute. So we don't know. That's why I said I don't know what they're going to do with Epiphany if they're going to if they're going to kill her so, off or is yeah I don't know. maybe she will like silently move away with what's his face. Maybe they'll reunite and move to a farm. You know how they say when your dog dies, it moves to a well, farm. Maybe they'll do something well, like that. Well, last we knew that she she was um, what was it? Oh, she was away west. Um, yeah, looking, looking at, at school because she became a doctor. Yeah, she passed her test. Yeah, she got. Well, I, I, so hope I wonder that whatever how whatever it is, that. it's sensitive because when we move to days, one of the things I want to talk about is John Aniston. Yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah, let's go there. Okay. Uh, hold on, guys. Hold on. Go ahead. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, I just want to let you guys know I have to uh, take care of some stuff, so I want to uh, head out, and I uh, just want to thank you guys for letting me on today. Thanks, Anthony. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Okay, so I'm I'm trying to do the, the math, trying to do the calculus in my head. Maybe y'all can help me. On I know that Dave was – pre-pandemic was filming like six months ahead. So Mm -hmm. what I want to know is at what the, the date where John Aniston died versus the episodes we're seeing filmed now, were any of them post his death because they have him completely alive on the show and I'm wondering is this mm-hmm. an intentional thing or is just because he wasn't working that much and he was still alive you see what I'm saying okay. so he okay so back in December is when we last saw him right okay so that was, that was taped around June June July of last year yeah um his final air date was, you know, around December. Okay, February, you know, like, well, November he passed away. Right. So if we're doing the math, we're about to come up on on this. So he should, um, it should be like May, May It should be around summertime. Like it, it might be mid-summer, early fall that we go ahead and address what – okay, yeah, he because died mid-November, made, and six months would yeah. put it in like May. Mm-hmm. 
but they're going dark pretty soon. Like, and so because they're, what's happening now is they're filming the rest of the remaining episodes under their contracts that they had, the one-year, you know, the one-year contract. There has been some speculation, some news, nothing official, but some people on the inside have said, don't be um, surprised if we don't hear that Dave's is going to get a two-year renewal, okay? But they have to film the rest of their agreed episodes, okay? They will start back up because they are going dark, meaning they're going to be shut down, I think, next month and whatnot. Okay. Um, they made sure to say that uh, Victor was out of town. They slipped that in. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, and I think everybody else is wondering too, are they going to kill the character off, obviously, while he's away from, you know, town or stuff like that? Um <laughs> See, I'm wondering if they're not, if they're not, and they're just going to keep name dropping him because they keep talking about Stefano and this and that, and it's just days is so weird with people not staying dead, and of course the actors that are dead, they're not coming back. Right. But they're just so right. weird that way. Well, here, here's the, here's the crate. Like, I I had this conversation with some of my friends, and you know. We all feel as though they they did Stefano's story arc wrong, in our opinions. You know, rest in peace, Joseph McScullough, we miss you. Um, and this one was kind of a blow. You know, there's nobody else who can play Victor Kiriakis the way John Anderson did, point blank, period. No. However, this is one of those times where, and I'm just going to say this, the writing perspective is that this opens a can of worms for good story arc later this fall. And you're starting hmm. to do it right now. I think it would be the best interest, and this is just me, to go ahead and have Victor die off to do this story arc. Because I'm looking at, like, okay, now, like, on Bold and Beautiful, OG Sally Specter is still alive, living her best life with her pool boy, okay? But Darling right. Conley has been, has been gone for a very long, you know, for a while, right? Okay. You take a look at Young and the Rustlers. Catherine died, you know, that, that was a huge, you know, thing. Like you said, with Days of Our Lives, the one thing that they constantly do is, un, un, you know, they, they let the dead rise again, right? Right. But I have over a feeling they are going over. to, yeah, but I have a feeling they're going to maybe kill the character off because it will give the Kiriakis clan a lot of drama regarding the battle of will of, of whatever Victor sees in his will. And you're starting to kind of see some of it right now with Alex and Maggie. The yeah. fact that, you know, no, I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. that. I'm enjoying that a yeah. lot. It gets, I her, mean, it gets Suzanne yeah. something to do. Right. And also, you guys think about this, too. Suzanne Rogers, hey, Dave, I just want to help you out with this, too. I don't know if y'all know or not, but this fall, you, I don't know if you guys are already going to or not, but Suzanne Rogers will be celebrating 50 years at Days of Our Lives. So I don't know if you're crafting God something for her. Um, or or whatnot. And that's why I said the Victor Kiriakis, you know, stuff 
will play a part in all that. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I love her. Oh, my God. Um, I, I'm enjoying Maggie being the CEO. Yeah. But I'm really liking the fact that Alex is kind of undermining her. Like, like, wait a minute, hold up. First of all, I was supposed to be CEO, but because of that little article that Leo wrote, that got taken away from me. So please don't act like, okay, you come in and you try to take away my division when I work 10 times hard and you just sit there behind the desk and try to say, nope, 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 and nope, because Uncle Vic wouldn't want this. I'm loving it. I also By the way, really like, I, lo- yeah. I like and I hope they're going to go there that Xander comes to work and he will have her back hard oh, yeah. against oh, yeah. Alex. And especially since it looks like Alex is about to hop in bed with Gwenny. With Gwen. Uh, oh, yeah. I am super excited. Somebody else. I'm well, just super excited because yeah. Maggie said today that she would be looking to Xander for loyalty or something like that. He alluded uh-huh. to it and he's like all there for it. I love their vibe because she just loves him so much despite everything he's done. Right. Yeah. To her to her own daughter. Yeah. Yeah, despite that, she just really likes him, you know. And I yeah. think they have a lot of love and respect for each other. And I definitely think that he will be her bulldog watching as Alex, Alex. tries to undermine yep. her. He'll be trying to undermine Alex, which will be great. Mm-hmm. And I I'm do enjoying see... that storyline a lot. Yeah, and I do want to see because, again, I feel as though, yeah, you're going to have Maggie, Xander, Alex. Might as well say Gwen might be a part of it. But, again, like, if the will is red, I can totally see, like, Brady being a part of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be people that choose the sides. This could, hey, Dave, this could be your Dallas. Ooh. You, have, you have people taking sides of who should be the permanent CEO, or, and then all of a sudden here walks in a tall, tall guy and says, and they'll say, no, Victor wanted this person to be CEO. Pan up, it's Philip Periakis. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I need to write for the show. Oh. <laughs> you definitely need to you don't? Right over there. All right. Uh, oh, I, do you want me to write for Dave? Like David? Because <laughs> <laughs> you do need, it would be the best, because again, whatever, Victor, can you imagine Victor leaving certain things to certain people? And keep in mind, yeah. everybody thinks Victor. Everybody thinks Philip is dead, right? Because everybody feels right. late. But, but Victor but, knows he's not, yeah. Right. So that's why I can see Justin, re- at the, you know, reading the will, and then all of a sudden, you know, he says, Alex, Victor made sure that in the clause you never become CEO or something like that. Maggie, you know, Victor, you know, knew that you gave your heart and soul to this company but he knows that you didn't want this. He was like, I'm not giving it to Xander, and I'm not letting Brady or Sierra or anybody else. There was one particular person that I really reached out to, and that is somebody who should be coming soon. Like, you know, da-da-da-da. And then all of a mm-hmm. sudden, you see everybody like, oh, my God, and it's Philip Periakis. Victor it's reached out to, Philip to, to do it, 
and everything else like that. But keep in mind, Victor also reached out to another Kyriakis, which is Philip's son that he doesn't know about. Thank you. I'll take my Emmy like now. It. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> take your right at the Old of America Award. Because Dave won right. it again. Well, won it again. Yeah, I mean, yeah it is good writing. It is good writing, and, and I'm going to say this. I don't know what episode. They, I think I know which episode, but nine times out of ten, that's probably what they're going to submit for best writing for the daytime Emmys. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know, funny because the days is the, the, the first one I watch in the morning because it's on, you know, starting at 6 a.m. And so yeah, I get up, I have my same. coffee. Days is my breakfast soap. And, um, and then, you know, why are and I work mm-hmm. down. But uh, I – so look forward to having my coffee and watching that show. And I know it can be campy and it's soap mm-hmm. to the extreme. But at the same time, Ron Carlovati created so many characters on General Hospital that are iconic that I still love. I still feel his touch all over General Hospital. And I know that, you know, he carried that talent over to Days. And I just think he's a phenomenal writer. And I don't think Days gets the credit it deserves. It's the very last soap that I started watching that I was talked into watching progressively when I was just a, a blogger before I owned Soap Dirt. And it was the one that I held out on last and then I fell in love with so hard, yeah. you know. So mm-hmm. it, it's my, my, my morning coffee buddy show. And uh, I just think they're doing phenomenal work. I And even the, the stupid, like, I'm glad the devil stuff is over, but the campy stuff yeah. with Megan Hathaway, I am so excited about it. <laughs> I am excited to see us bow in the tube and just, I'm excited about seeing Steve Burton back as Harris. I'm excited about all of it. So I have drunk all the too late and went back for seconds. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Days of Our Lives is known for doing resets or, or, or a refresh. And I'm going to be honest with you. The popularity of Beyond Salem 2, let me say that again for those in the back. Beyond Salem 2 blew everything out the water because it was was, something happened that no day fan ever thought they would ever see again, which is Bo and Hope, right? Right. And the fact that they undid the thing about Bo, because look, when Bo died, that that hurt. That hurt a lot of people's hearts. That hurt a lot. Okay. That hurt, yeah. even though it was an awful storyline, but I ain't going to say nothing. Anyway, because I'm be nice. But the fact that you got them on the mothership, because this is technically the second part of Beyond Salem that we're about to see. The fact that you got Megan, and I'm hoping they kept her on long enough that she could have scenes with Kristen Demera. I need a Demera family meeting or something. I just need it. But I like the fact that we're going this direction, because I know everybody was, like, not feeling the afterlife quote-unquote, afterlife storyline. Right. But to me, I got it. I understood what was happening, and I like it. I'm looking forward yeah. to this because Days of Our Lives, like you said, they don't get a lot of credit. And I think the reason is is because there's a lot. there was more negativity regarding Days because, look, how many times do we have to hear this? Days of Our Lives might be canceled. Days of Our Lives might be canceled. Days of Our Lives was canceled, but they're uncanceled again. Days of Our Lives was canceled by NBC. They're the lowest show in, in the ratings. Days of Our Lives, Days of Our Lives is still on the air. Like, you know, like you heard all of that all the time, and they don't, 
you know, they do have a lot of things that these other shows don't have that they should have. And the one thing Dave has that they can they can really be like, yes, we do, is still have the super couples of the 70s, 80s, and early 90s. And to me, another thing that Dave's always had was adventures. The fact that you're going to do this, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I can't wait to see how this plays out. I've seen Ron at his best, and I've seen him at his worst, okay? I'm going to say this because I know everybody says, Candace, you have something towards Ron Calvati. I don't. Really, I don't. But I'm, I'm honest about it. I know how much this is riding on, on Dave's face. I know that some Dave's face are wanting the moon, the stars, and the sunshine, and lollipops because this is going to be your story. This is going to be your umbrella storyline. And I'm hoping, right now, I'm just in the present. I'm in the moment. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm in the mm-hmm. moment because I understand also there's other stuff that's happening on days. This isn't like Beyond Salem where you get five days of the same storyline. You may get Monday, Tuesday, maybe not on Wednesday, but a Thursday and a Friday. You see, I'm just hoping certain beats are played. I hope they include, and let me say this, I hope they include everybody that's tied in to Bo and Hope. Yeah. We know that Robert Scott Wilson yes. is going to be doing double duty. We know Rob is going to yes, do, we that. do that. Um, they have to. They have but, to do it. Well, I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest about something. And sin fans don't come at me. But, again, we got to think about time. Time is of the essence because you can't, I mean, yes, Sierra, better be Sean. You see what I'm saying about that with Sean, okay? Yes, yeah. you could have, if you, if you could not have had, and I understand, Rob is on that show. I get it. I totally get it. But at the same time, sometimes a writer can either include it or not include it. But it also depends right. on how long the character of Ben is going to be on the scene. You see what I'm saying? Because I get what was said about Sierra wanting Ben to meet Daddy. But right now we got to go through a lot of stuff to get to that, you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this. I want to see how Harris plays into it. I, I I'm yeah. just looking forward to this adventure. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for an adventure. So. I am too. Do you know too. what? I'm when you were talking about the, when you were talking about the iconic super couples, it actually reminded me of something that had just entirely slipped my mind. When I was in in the military, I was in Germany, 1990. And Days of Our Lives was the only U.S. soap that played on mm-hmm. American, on, on ASN TV, on the American TV network. And I did watch Days for about eight months, and it was during the Patch and Kayla kind of Phantom of the Opera story, yep. you know, where he was in the – oh, my gosh. And I had never – I'd only ever watched General Hospital up to that point, and I was just entranced by it. And then I got – stationed elsewhere and uh and I quit watching soap but uh I remember that and it was just mind-blowing how well it was done and how rich the quality was and how good the writing was and how budget I got embroiled in it so easily yeah yeah and and each of these couples and let me just say this okay yes you do have Ben and Sierra being the next generation you do have Sean and Belle being the, the iconic couple from two super couples 
you have a couple, which is Steve and Kayla, because we see we know that Steve and Kayla are a part of this. They have the number one Days episode with their wedding. That is Days of Our Lives' number one wedding, the most watched, and they're the number three out of the Luke. It follows by Luke and Laura. You got Luke and Laura, Steve and Betsy, and Steve and Kayla for the most watched weddings. You got Bo and Hope and that iconic. Like, so these couples that's in the story arc, including Paul, we're going to see Paul and Andrew. Like, yeah, come on now. Paul like, this, this is my, hey, Ron, Ryan, Jamie, and crew over there, this is really Beyonce on three, isn't it? It's re- okay, all right, I got it. Oh, all right, I got it. Probably. Right. Yeah, four minutes, guys. You got four minutes. Yeah. So... I just can't wait. I, I really can't wait for all the soaps to see what they're going to do. GH, you know, going forward, I want to see what they're going to do with their, you know, Nurses Ball, the tribute and the story that's going to carry half of, these, half of this year. Young and the Russells, their 50th and, and after, because come mid-April, that's where we're going to probably notice a change. <laughs> um, Days of Our Lives with the Bow and Hope stuff, and with Bow and the Beautiful, I want to know, is Bill and Deacon really working together to bring Shirley down? Because if so, yep. I would like my money. Everybody here at Take Two would like their money. Okay? Yes. And, and same thing yeah, today. Definitely buy a cappuccino for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for that. I ain't getting no cappuccino. <laughs> I want my money. <laughs> I, want I, want the, I want the money in my Venmo. <laughs> All right. Thank so, you, Dave. <laughs> what I will thank say you, Dave. real quick is, um, be sure to check us out at soapdart.com. But also, I am still looking forward to Bow and Hope. That's like my big one for days right now, and I want everybody entangled in it. At General Hospital, I want Victor to do something bad or to take his limp penis and leave town. Uh, over <laughs> at Bald, yes, yes, Deacon and Bill and Sheila. I'm, I'm into that because everybody else is kind of boring or recycling plots. And I do hope that Ridge comes back with a woman. That'd be great. If he's married to Shauna, I'd cheer. I would scream. I'd, I'd wet myself. And let's see. The NYR. Uh, I still don't think that that baby is Adams, but I, I don't care. Um, I don't. What I'm really excited about. Honestly, gonna make it. Maybe not because Nikki and Summer, they're all plotting to, like, get Adam back with her. And, yeah, I would be surprised if that pregnancy makes it to fruition. And I'm just oh, hoping we yeah. get to see Mariah Mariah and Tessa's baby before it shipped off to boarding yeah. school. You know, sure that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. You got a minute, guys. <laughs> all right. Say, well, thank you, Rachel, for joining us tonight. Very glad to be here. Hopefully I can be here next time as well. Thank you, Candace, as always. We miss you, Anthony. Not a problem. Yeah, Anthony, where are you at? Mm-hmm. 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 We'll, <laughs> we'll say bye on we'll, we'll, we'll say goodbye on his behalf. He had to go. So Ready? we'll say bye on his mm-hmm. behalf. And let's hope let's hope that Willie feels better and he can be yeah. here next time. Right. Thank you, everybody. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.